Hello, welcome back to Fountain Pen and Stationery Season 4, Episode 2. I am your host, Frank. And I am your other host, Collins. All right. Third time's a charm. <laughs> third time's a charm. <laughs> I think uh, third time's a charm because we started recording and maybe about 15 minutes in, I'm like, huh, there's nothing on my waveguide. Means I'm not recording anything. <laughs> <laughs> And I screw up halfway too, so uh, yeah, this is not a uh, not a very good recording day for us, at least so far. No, no, it's not. But that's okay. It's fine. We bounce back. Yeah, hey, it's better <laughs> than the uh, which one was it that we lost an entire hour recording? That was bad. Yeah, I forget what the technical issue is at it, but it, it was my simple it, rate on my fo- on my computer. So that one that <laughs> oh, was terrible. Yeah, yeah, that one was terrible. Um. Anyway, oh hey, how is your lunar new year? How is my lunar new year? Um, it has been really good. Um, some people don't know, but uh, my house had a water leak again this year. Um, uh, but as far as I know, it's all patched up. I'm just waiting for the next large rain in California for me to retest the patch. But yeah, you, you seem to be testing that every single time it rains, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time it rains, I'm like, cross two fingers. Know. Hey, I mean, me... look at this. At least it's not as worse as my uh, coworker, right? Four leaks uh, and the entire ceiling collapse. I, I I am very grateful my ceiling did not collapse. All yeah. I had was my drywall removed, um, but no mold, as far as we know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And in case uh, the listener didn't catch it last time, we had to end the uh, podcast a little bit earlier, a little bit faster than normal. <laughs> because uh, a... somebody had to go and take care of another leak halfway through the podcast. So. Yeah. Uh, last time we were recording, it was a heavy rainstorm. And then suddenly my wife comes in and says, hey, uh, the floor is flooded. I'm like, oh, shoot. All right. <laughs> like I said, yeah, you, you, you should have got the big bathtub. Bucket, man. Don't be cheap and get a small one. <laughs> our, our problem was that we had a containment set up, but the containment was meant to contain mold and air and not dripping water. So that was so the problem. So you didn't expect to leak again. Yeah. Well, Here hopefully we are, the last fix is the... Uh, what, this is also the third time's a charm, maybe? This is their fix or the fourth fix? <laughs> this, this is the third time <laughs> yeah. we've attempted to fix this. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully the third time's a charm. I have faith that this time it is fixed, but again, we need to test it. <laughs> There's not going to be any rain for like the next week, so we'll see. Um, rainy season? We'll see. What, it's, it, rainy season lasts all well until April? So there's supposedly, like right. supposedly California has another one additional uh, atmospheric river, whatever. But that's coming. Whatever, we'll, right. see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. How, Frank, how has your uh, Lunar New Year been? Um, tiring. <laughs> I get like that. every every year of the around this time, it is. Um, I had to help organizing some Chinese New Year events. Mm-hmm. And this year's of no exceptions. So it's just been a lot of coordination, uh, helping out, processing crap, emailing stuff, making sure everyone get their stuff. So um, for typically the week of Lunar New Year and the week before or after are my 
second busiest time of the year, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, the busiest time of year is, of course, toward end of the year for graduation and stuff. But other than that, and I, I know, right? A lot of drinking. <laughs> A little bit too much drinking, I say. Uh, a little bit too much drinking. <laughs> a little bit too much drinking. Uh, I, I woke up with a headache on today, this morning, which is Monday morning. So oh, wow. Like, uh, hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> hmm. Maybe I shouldn't have done that on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, but otherwise, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I, I, I feel you on the busyness side. I have not, uh, due to end of the year and beginning of the year stuff, uh, I have not actually done my quarterly analysis journal yet which i gotta get doing yeah you mentioned that at least one or two podcasts ago so yes i am very much well you know it's still january i mean just a couple just a couple more podcasts i'll be your uh bi-quarterly yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) semi-annual analysis yeah you know that's the thing about analysis though like if you, you can't make it a chore or otherwise you won't really if you kind of do the kind of analysis that i do is more of like an emotional uh check and so if you try to force it you're not going to get good results and mm. your journal is not going to come okay. out right so you know if you're in the right state of mood to be able to record everything down it's probably better for the journal anyways but so yeah. you need That's, to be calmed down basically yeah I, I think so you have to cut you have to approach it with the right state of mind Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I guess we'll start our podcast for the for the day. The first topic I want to cover is actually a, uh, I guess a plug. Uh, you guys will <laughs> see the link. This is the Gulet Platinum Caritas sales. The Platinum Caritas, which is uh, the Platinum's uh push button fountain pen yes the kind of like the uh, platinum's vanishing point competition they're they're answer to, to the pilot vanishing point and uh, the reason why i want to mention it is because right now there is a very big sales going on Gulid. in fact the set was how much money um let me see they're forty percent off, making what's supposed to be a hundred dollar pen only fifty four dollars. Right, and uh, the thing is that gift set is kind of hard to click. It's weird. Um, I I'm looking at the individual ones. It's not it's not for sale. So I'm not sure what's going on. I need to double check. Maybe you need a specific link for it. I'll try to post it afterwards. Google uh, sent out the link this morning, right? Mm-hmm. So, but they are selling each pen for what fifty five dollars, fifty four dollars. Yeah. So that that is a real flash sale. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really flash sales, and uh, I understand that some people has concern about Caridos because they do have issues with cracking. Mm -hmm. Hmm. The plastic of the barrel and stuff. Yes. Well, no, the feed actually. The feed. Oh, the feed. Okay, weird. Yeah, the the plastic feed cracks for some strange reason. I have no idea why, but it cracks. Um, but um, I will say, uh, since you're buying from Gulid, they typically take care of you. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. The reason why I cannot find the uh, gift set is actually because it's sold out. 
Oh, they're all gone. They're all gone. I just clicked through the link and the flash sale is out. <laughs> oh, because it's while supplies last. Mm-hmm. So, well, never mind. I guess that's not a topic for today. <laughs> I am so sorry. Um, but yes, uh, Gulia was running the sales and uh, it's completely out. And I, I apologize for everybody. Other well, than that... What, it would have been a really, really good entry point if you wanted like a, a push-button fountain pen. Right. And I believe this is also a gold nib, too. Are they? Uh, were they? I'm pretty sure there's a gold nib. Uh, oh, no, this is a steel nib. I'm sorry. This is a steel nib. So that's $100 right now for normal pricing. So if you can get it for $54, you know, that's really, really super cheap. That is a really good deal. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe they'll run another sale like this afterwards. I don't know. I can't guarantee anything, but we'll see how it happens. As as someone just trying to come in to look at the price to value ratio of these kinds of things, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the Kurdos is a hundred dollars. A standard pilot vanishing point is a hundred and sixty-four or one hundred and sixty-eight. Oh wow, it went up, huh? Yeah. Um and I understand that that's you know sixty-eight percent more. Very easy numbers to compute. <laughs> yes. Um, but I still see the value more on the vanishing point side than the Kuridas side. Um, well, I think the vanishing point is in general much more tested, right? It is a, what, a 1980 design, if I recall mm -hmm. correctly. Oh, wow, really? It's that, it goes far, that far back. Yeah, I think, uh, let me take a look. The oldest vanish, uh, pilot vanishing point was created in 1970s, actually. The body starts wow. introducing in 1970s. Wow. I did not know it went back that far back. But I guess pen technology was, you know, pretty popular back then. Yeah, and it is, like, it is a super tested uh, in terms of uh, nib designs. So mm -hmm. uh, it's been thoroughly... Thoroughly troubleshoot. <laughs> I think that's the best way to say it. Uh, there, there's of course the uh, some some issues that might come with it. For example, if you use too wide of an ink, it might leak through. Uh, sometimes the rubber just happened to fail after a long time. But those are the repairs that Pilot will generally take care of you as well. So, um, for for a Pilot finishing point, if you're buying that, you you know you're buying for something that is by all means relatively reliable right um, yeah Caridos has a new competitor that is pushed by platinum to compete um, they are certainly at a much lower pricing point but like i said before there is an issue with the uh feet and plastic cracking that is something mm -hmm. that i am not entirely sure whether um platinum has fixed but if that fix good for them if it haven't then you just got to rely on your local distributors um, mm -hmm. to have them take care of you yeah. And but I mean, Platinum I, itself is not a bad company, right? No. It's just no. that Platinum ultimately is a Japanese company. And if you want to expect them to do the repair for you, or Platinum, <laughs> uh, maybe Platinum USA, but I don't really hear people talk about it that much. So I'm not sure how responsive they are in USA's. And the fastest way is still through your pin shipper or pin dealer. But beyond just like the reliability of the pen, which at as of right now, Pilot has 
many many years of of you know greater experience and support for the pilot vanishing point it, it just looks I, I feel like the aesthetics and the design of the pen is also on the vanishing point side here vanishing point um, looks more classic the uh Kyrgyz yeah. looks a little bit more playful i would say playful um it looks a little bit more like they they play a little bit more on like the mechanical side of it, right? Because uh, they're mean, all they, like semi demonstrators, right? They even made some demonstrator pens, so you can see what's mm -hmm. inside, right? So it is. I think it is kind of a pen that's made to fit the the trend that existed when they were being when they were designing it, essentially. Yeah, but that being said, you know, at a hundred dollars, I would. I would give the 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 value to the Vanishing Point, but if you could have got this at fifty four, the Kurdos looks <laughs> like a much better deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to beat man at fifty four dollars. Oh boy! Like, wow. I, yeah, that was a really good price. It just uh, I was too late on reporting this. Ay ay ay. Well, I mean, they called it a flash sale, and you said it came out today, right? Yeah, it came out this morning. Yeah, eleven hours ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, so well, I guess it's gone. a good sale. Everyone knows it's a good sale, so they're all gone. It's a good product, I, it's a good gift for anyone that's first into fountain pens. Why not? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and curiosity, which one would you get? You got Abyss Blue, Grand Red, Smoke. I might get smoked one. to be honest with you. Mm. I have way too many blue pens, so I might get <laughs> smoked. <laughs> oh, really? You have too many blue pens, do you, Frank? <laughs> um, yes, yes. <laughs> to be fair. Was... Uh -huh. Go ahead. I was I was just looking for Easterbrook blue pen again. So <laughs> <laughs> I I can't fault you because I also have a lot of blue pens. Blue yeah. pens just look really nice. Like um, that being said. I was going to say I might have got the Prism Crystal, but if I have any, if you have too many blue pens, I have probably too many clear demonstrator pens. Right. You're all your, uh, <laughs> Christ, uh, Christer, uh, Franklin Christoph pens. Franklin yeah. Christoph pens. Right. <laughs> I don't think I need any more clear demonstrator pens. Right. Uh, I mean, each one has their, each person has their own favorite, right? Yeah. So actually that brought up the, uh, the things I'm trying to do, um, I guess I, I asking a stupid questions because the LA Pen Show, and it just mm -hmm. came out, I think, yesterday or a few days before, LA Pen Show is officially canceled for 2023. Yeah. Due to the, apparently, the hotel is charging them a greater amount of rent. And uh, so they say to, in order for them to not positively, not not positively uh, turn ne have negative profit this year, they decide to not run the LA Pen Show, mm -hmm. which is uh, unfortunate because it's been one of the longest one of the longer running pen shows out there. Um, Bummer. But at the same time, <laughs> now we have California Pen Show. Yeah, which happens in less than a month from now. Yeah, I, I've got to look because this if if I go, this will be the first pen show I've ever gone to. I know. So this will be the baby's first pen show. <laughs> so I, I, I'm I'm looking to go at least one day. I'll have to pick a day and let you know. 
that's fine. I, we can carpool and we can just go together. It, yeah, I was, I, I, I did a stupid mistake without checking the vendors list. I asked uh, Toyoko Craft whether they are going to the uh, California Pin Show or not. Mm. Because I'm thinking of ordering a, uh, there are larger shelves. Oh, them. yeah, yeah. I'm actually surprised you didn't already buy one. I didn't already bought one back then because I'm not entirely sure how well how I will be doing my rooms, to be honest with you. Ah. Uh, like the property line stuff and the, um, the I have some design stuff that I'm kind of mm-hmm. considering to do. But now I, I'm more or less set to do of what I want to do, how to lay out my room. So I think I, I'm okay with pushing forward with the uh, design, with the um, ordering the stuff. But mm-hmm. I think I might get blacklisted. I'm not sure uh, because I kind of like pull off last last minute without like I didn't technically ask them to send an invoice yet, but I'm like didn't really pull the trigger toward the end of the conversation, which is completely my fault. You're being a little flaky with him. Yes, I'm being a little bit flaky. So I I hope I can get an email back from them. I don't know, but we'll see. It, it, now we'll see. I I completely understand. They completely ghosted me. That's fine because <laughs> I ghosted. <them. laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's. I'm probably moving forward with the pen chest purchase. Uh, that's probably one of my purchases. The main purchase I'm gonna do for fountain pen and pen in general uh, this year is just a chest for all my fountain pens, all my knives together. Ah. Uh. Interesting. All of your little like EDC carry, yeah, EDC stuff gadgets and... and stuff. Really, um, like pans, knives, uh, flashlights. Mm-hmm. So that right now they're just scattering around everywhere in my house, and uh, <laughs> it's probably a good place to to have a centralized location for them. You know, it's the danger of getting a pen chest, right? Does it, I, I'm I'm pretty certain this pen chest will have uh contain like slots for you to put your pens in, right? Right. Right. So the danger of that is suddenly, let's say there are 20 slots and you have 12 pens. I specifically <laughs> asked for only two trays, which is, I think, about 30 pens total. You, I, I know you have less than 30 pens. Oh, I, I, I kept under 10, I think. Wait. Yes. Yeah, I kept under 10. <laughs> so the question is then, are you going to eventually hit 30? I'll try not to, but I cannot make any promises. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes, right? Yeah. Um, I, I might go on to like a cheap pants version, just fill everything up with the cheaper fountain pens. Who knows? Um, hey, those Lamy Safaris are great. Oh, man. I'll, I'll try not to go on the same path as you so we can have a little more varieties. <laughs> yes. Well, we should have, you know, a complete set when you combine them, but not like duplicates. Yeah. Yeah. Like a different different experiences um yes. so yeah um they i i do have some other cabinets that I can use but if the plan goes according to my plan the table slash desk with all the shelves is going into my mother's room i see so i will no longer have that in my control and that's why i'm going for the paint shelves all right next thing yeah i want to add it is regards to we, we mentioned and talk about the ultrasonic cleaner for a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I do feel that I need to add something. It is that the 
uh, there there's some negatives regards ultrasonic cleaner. It is that if you have a um, plating that is being flicking off or plating that is not too well adhered to your pen, do not try to put that in your ultrasonic cleaner. You are going to run into issues because the ultrasonic cleaner, it is rather um, aggressive. Violent. <laughs> aggressive, <laughs> violent, violent. Aggressive. Mm -hmm. And you will, fl you, you will shake off your uh, very thin layer of plating on your pen. Okay, so... All right. This is something that I learned uh, a while back, which is that, like, white gold isn't really white gold it a lot of times it's just gold with like a white plating on top of it yes typically it is a gold nib with a white rhodium plating yes and uh, oh my god my chair is just squeaking like crazy but anyway it is uh <laughs> it has the right rhodium grading and if you have say a older refurbished vintage point Plants, pens like uh, say uh, Mont Blanc one four nine one four six. You are going to run into issues that when you are trying to repolish a nib, you are gonna polish off the platings. Mm -hmm. So sometimes like a tricolor nib turn into a single color nib, or a dual color <laughs> nib turn into a single color nib. The good thing is most of the sellers will mention that to you, saying that this was a tricolor, where this was a 14C, this was 18C, and uh, it just happens now it's a single color. Yes. But uh, if you look at older pen restoration, um, and you, you wonder why the nib color doesn't match what you find the pictures online, that's why. Because the uh, plating gets, it gets rubbed off, basically. I, I will say that like that is a natural process of 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 these kinds of metals, right? Like, um, for for my experience with these metals is with jewelry and like watches and two tone watches that have like a a white plating and a gold plating. Like, it'll eventually kind of wear off due to wear and tear. Um, and I guess what you're saying is that using an ultrasonic cleaner can potentially uh. Uh, quicken this wear. Up the process by a lot yeah, yeah i mean like um gold plating you, you're adding like microns of uh of materials on there right yeah. and uh, most of gold plating is not going to be that thick well they might as well just go use the actual material itself mm -hmm. so those gold plating there's very very tiny amount of actual rare metals on them so when you pull it through any kind of like a sender any kind of a um, ultrasonic cleaner, it might just abrase it right off. I, I wonder if it'll have the same effect to those, uh, uh, the steel nibs that have like the color applied to it, like the blue and the black, um, nibs. Uh, if the nib tip, it is like for a while, I think, uh, for example, knives and stuff is seracoded. I think mm -hmm. there was a few nib that's actually seracoded as well. Yes, it will actually uh, flake off if the uh, if a plating or the uh, painting layer is not strongly bonded to the middle anymore. Wow. So, yeah, watch out for ultrasonic cleaner. It, it helps <laughs> your cleaning much much faster. But uh, if your nib is has like platings or has a paint on them, just be careful. All right. 
basically, you know, they're, they're trade-offs, right? <laughs> Exercise common sense. Exercise common sense. Don't go sticking, don't go dunking your vintage pen into, if fully submerged into your uh, ultrasonic cleaner. Right. Uh, just test the water literally a little bit <laughs> before, before you do the whole procedure. Yeah, I remember, uh, you know, I, I was sticking some jewelry in and instead of putting it into a little tray, I put my finger in. Like, it'll vibrate your finger pretty hard and aggressive. Yeah, yeah, I feel like a weird tinkling when you put your finger in there. Yeah, I almost feel like it's like vibrating the bone in my body, which it actually kind of is, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, well, you asked me, is it dangerous? I was like, well, it's the same as you go to an ED, EDM, the, the sound wave just travel through your body. So <laughs> it's, not that, it's, true. it's not that different. Uh, uh, like the low pressure bass waves, right? Like just yeah, vibrating your body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> except this is like 38 kilohertz or something. It's like a normal speaker sound. <laughs> All right. Our next topic, it is the um, some, some writers and some users have started to receive their uh, Hondian, Hondian uh, Lunar New Year. Hondian, I think this the uh, pin model is N92. Mm-hmm. And we covered this on the last episode. This is their uh, Lunar New Year pen. And oh, nice. You can find it on AliExpress. In fact, they have a new color now since the last time we talked about it. Ooh, can you link me? Yes. And, uh, of course, this is uh, a very likable color. <clears throat> Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, black, red, white. Oh, I don't see blue yet. Where is it? Third picture. Oh, there it is. There it is. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> um, now, I, I don't disagree that it looks good, but I think I still like the white and black I think best. The, the black looks really classic. Yes. But the white gave us a very new year-ish feeling to it yeah it, it kind of gives it the idea of like being carved into like ivory or something like that i i think it, for me it represents more like a snowy winter new year but mm -hmm. uh, that's just me mm. yeah i can still buy it they ran out of the blade nib though <laughs> Do they? Did they? Oh, no. You can buy the blade in blue. Yeah. One left. One left. And the blade is Naginagatoki, basically. And to my oh, understanding, uh, CY is actually doing a uh, something similar for the Easterbrook's next series release for limited edition pens. Hmm. So CY from uh, Tokyo Ink Station. So that's something interesting to look up, looking forward to, because the Naginata Toki nibs in the for sale typically cost a lot, right? Mm. And the Hongdian, this one only has one left. I think next time if they release any limited edition, just try to catch it earlier, and they should have it as well. But yes, uh, this one is looking good. Um, you can tell that all the patterns are actually not silkscreen indeed. It is uh, either it's either casted with the indentation in them where it's lasered and uh, it is they, they apply some kind of golden ink golden paint onto it afterwards mm -hmm. 
which could it have been like an under layer of metal that they put a coating over it and uh, uh lasered mm, off i kind of doubt it to be honest with you <laughs> too much effort <laughs> too much too much cost yeah too much cost i will say i, I Okay, so, you know, this is just me talking. This is a purely selfish question. So it's $38 for the pen. Mm -hmm. And it looks like it's free shipping. So it, it looks... I remember we spoke last time and the, the, the pen actually looked like it was going to be a little bit more expensive than we thought, but it the doesn't blade, look like there's anything weird. The blade ah, I see. adds uh, $11 to the cost. Okay, yeah. I think the problem is that it's extra fine. I don't... Not sure if I want an extra <laughs> fine nib. It's a Chinese pen. Uh, like most Chinese oh, pens, right. Right. only selling fines and extra fines. That's right. Fine is like Cause... the fattest nib they'll ever go to because they cannot <laughs> they cannot reasonably use most formats with uh, anything fatter than the fine. Even with the even with like the simplified Chinese, like they still need the the the. <laughs> yeah, even even the simplified Chinese, some letters are still pretty complicated. So. Yeah. I hate writing my last name in the traditional. Oh my god! <laughs> you have to I, I show mean, me next time. Yes, I remember asking my parents, "I why can't we have a simpler last name?" Once I was maybe like three or four years old, I was learning it. I was like, "Wait, what, my 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 neighbor's last name is so easy, so much easier to write. Why am I taking like three or four times the name, the more effort?" <laughs> Three or four times the number of strokes per per your last name. Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, um, I said I'd get it, but I, I remember there was some complications to the price. But I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it was the uh, it was the blade nib. I forgot to mention to you afterwards, but the blade nib asks extra money. So. Gotcha. Yeah, it looks good, and uh, and in the picture of the uh, new Hongdian pen. Still got that crab. I still want to get that crab holder. <laughs> I think uh, places like Endless Pens actually carries them, and it just depends. Even Gule has them, I believe. So <laughs> those, we're, we're, those, I think larger retailers already cut up. Yeah, the, the, they have infiltrated larger retailers. They cut up that people want them, but they don't want to pay like special uh, extra cost slash shipping. So I may just well, add a few on their shopping cart. Maybe. I mean, it costs almost, almost nothing to carry, right? Like maybe like extra, extra shelf space, but I doubt they okay. cost too much when they buy bulk. Okay, I mean, like, look, if I were to buy just one crab on Amazon, it's like ten bucks. Yeah, but uh, look, it's not expensive. But out of the ten bucks, six <laughs> bucks is shipping. Okay, like Amazon, a lot has a they just pricing shipping the goods already. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I eventually get one of these crabs. All right. All right. All right, the next topic, it is regards to Lee Pelican, New Ink. They call the Rose Chords, the Rose Chords. It Ooh. is a very, ah, this one doesn't have a writing sample. That is a... Uh... It almost looks like a nail polish pink. Yeah, it is a very, and, and I'll, I'll try to find like a writing uh, symbol for it. Like nobody has uh, it. I, 
I know that like I'm not the best person to be talking about colors, uh, but I, I, I it looks very dark. <laughs> it is actually very light. It is a light color pink. It's not like a very saturated bright pink. It is not. It's almost like a gr- a dark gray. I- I'm talking about the what I'm seeing from the one bottle picture that I'm looking at, but it's almost like a darker grayish pink. Is that right? Um, if you look, I think part of it is due to the uh, the bottles. And it could be, and obviously you. you- mm-hmm. I mean, let me post a link for you right here. Someone actually has a writing sample. It looks more like a, just a like a very light pink color. Like kind of pastel pink color. Yeah. I can I, I, I can tell you I can just barely see the pink on that <laughs> writing sample. Right. It, it it turned gray to your eyes. A little bit. It kind of glazes over for me. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a very pastel kind of pink. So it's not a good idea for <laughs> for someone uh that's colorblind. I mean, I can appreciate that other people can appreciate it, but, you know. <laughs> it's going to be difficult to use for you, at least. This is, yeah, this is not the kind of pink for me. Um, it's probably also not the kind of pink for me as well. I mm-hmm. think it's uh, just a little bit too light to be a universal ink, especially where I want to, like, if I put this in my vanishing point, I can tell you that I'm probably going to have a very difficult time telling my own stroke are you gonna say your strokes vanish on the page yes i, I guess if i put it that way yes <laughs> my stroke vanish on the on the page <laughs> yeah but yeah i i will say i have i have not um i don't have a pelican ink bottle and i like that cap a lot which one? The um, the Eidelstein cap the, with uh-huh. the Pelican logo on it? It looks nice. I don't have one yet. You do not? Oh, you don't? Okay. I have a very old bottle of Pelican ink from like mm-hmm. 1990s. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, same, same cap and bottle design? Yes. Uh, similar, but that was passed down from my boss to me. Oh, wow. My boss just found it in his drawer. He's like, Frank, do you want this? Okay, sure. <laughs> is it a blue ink? It is a blue ink. Yes. <laughs> it is a blue ink. <laughs> but yeah. Um, they're, 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 Apollo really hasn't changed design that much. Mm-hmm. So... You'll find plenty in the future. I would say oh, sure. you're not in a hurry to to get it. Uh, I am in no rush to get more inks. I I've barely I've only just touched a couple of the ones that I that we got over the holiday season. Oh, the uh, the sample bottles. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, most people when I described this when I described the gift set to them, they felt they thought they thought the. Uh, they thought there isn't too many ink. There's a but lot when to they, use. When they, when they see it, 
in person <laughs> and realize, oh yeah, this is uh this is actually quite a bit of stuff <laughs> that you you guys just bought. So you get enough colors across the spectrum to have a lot to use over the course of a year. I wouldn't be surprised if someone just buys the uh, end of a year set <laughs> and then use it for the rest of the year. You probably could. That would be an interesting idea. But at the same time, that means that your 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 entire you will be severely lacking in some colors. Sure. Yes. Like well, okay. yellow. They have they have a couple yellow oranges. They have a lot of reds and greens for sure. But they also have a couple blue and they have dark like two blue blues. ones. Two or three blues, and that's it. I will say that your if you were to just use the the holiday inks, your writing will trend very sparkly. And the, pain, the cleaning will be a pain in the butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the maybe, just, a... maybe just use a dip pen at that point. Uh, talk about dip pen, actually. I was hmm. looking into drill log again. Uh, I'm sorry, what? I was looking into the drill log nib again. Drill log nib? Mm-hmm. It is another version of the dip pen. Drill log nib. Maybe you might have to link that to me. Oh, okay. Um, they are... They're certainly not cheap, and honestly, they are pretty sharp, uh, according to some people's response. So I'm kind of debating on that. It's, I, I'm like, since the last... Um, our last ink test... Mm-hmm. I feel that I should need. I I I really should get oh, a dip pen. Yes, you should. Well, other than my glass one, right? Because my glass ones you need to write that right on the groove. By all means, this is by all means. Well, so it's not going to work well. I don't know why the the glass nymph tend to work that way, but the Kakimori one I have certainly doesn't have that issue. No, yeah, I love the Kakimori. So it's either the Kakimori in standard steel or the drill log in the standard steel. Okay, yeah, I see the drill log now. I'm leaning more toward the Kakimori just simply due to the fact that it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, totally. Right. Um, and also, like, the general, conv- general consensus is that the... Um, Kakimori is really smooth, and uh, a lot of people complain about the Drolock 0.5. It's really sharp to the mm-hmm. point that um, sometimes you may tear up the paper or cut the paper a little bit. I can't even find out where the pricing is. How come I can't seem to find it? Yeah, if you, if you take a look at the uh, the backing... You'll find it. Oh, is it, is it a Kickstarter? Okay, mm-hmm. so it, it's still on Kickstarter. It is still on Kickstarter. I think the last update was already done. I'm not sure where you can buy it uh, anywhere else, in a sense. I think they have oh, a volume two now. Yeah, they have the second Kickstarter, actually. Okay, yeah, those are... Okay, here we go. Yeah, they have a second Kickstarter again. 
Okay, yeah, so these these pens are somewhere in the 120 or so price range. Yeah, they're certainly not cheap. Yeah, that's that's pretty high. Um, I mean, it looks nice. It looks nice. It looks like a... Um, what's the best word for me to describe it? It looks... The, the tip looks like one of those uh, drafting pens. Yeah. Right? It looks kind of like that. Um... Maybe that's why it's kind of sharp at the end. But the uh, the best thing of it, so the, the Session 2 they have, is they have a 1.2 millimeter. Mm. So it's even fatter and probably right, probably right smoother too. So um, just that. And, and then you decide between having the drill lock or should I get a cocky more? Because the main issue with the drill lock I'm looking at is, whew, if I get a glitter pen, that pen is going to, if I get some glitter ink on there, that pen is gonna be a pain in the butt to clean. <laughs> the 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 drill lug. Yeah, with all the grooves on the drill lug, it's gonna take mm-hmm. forever for me to try to flush things out. Well, I mean, if you put that into an ultrasonic cleaner, that should not have any problems. Oh yeah, I mean, if I just get like a, a harder uh, pen 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 body, just dunk it in for like two minutes, and I'll be good. Yeah. The drill lug is interesting, though. It looks very unique. It looks very, very like, unique. I'd like to try it in hand against I'm, the Kakimori. Um, maybe okay, we can try so a pen show? Maybe. Uh, here's I have the, a feeling someone's probably had a pen show, yeah. Here's the thing about the Kakimori. Uh, due to how it's designed, you can get a lot of line variation. I know. That's what I like about that pen. Is, yes. Uh, the drill log, I think, is... 0.5, 0.8, and 1.2 only. I don't yeah. think you're going to get any line variation from that. So th- that that's the two sides of the coins here, right? Like you get you either get the Kakimori for line variation or you go drill log for consistency. Oh boy, by that point, I think I'm just going to go with the Kakimori then. <laughs> yeah. Because I do like to have more line variation. It shows mm-hmm. so you can test out the different inks color. Yeah, because the yeah. Uh, the the spread out color versus a concentrate color is always almost it's almost always different, right? And they show yeah. the different property of the ink better. But for me, mm-hmm. um, with my journaling, like I sometimes don't want too much line variation. I sometimes want greater consistency, and that's been my problem for a lot of dip pens, which is that like. Um, depending on how you're using them, you, you get I like see. these weird puddles, right? Yeah. This yeah, actually yeah. might not be a good. Uh, this actually might not be a bad option for me. Um, yeah, to have it, a dip pen with the 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 high amount of spiral probably controls the flow a little bit better than the mm-hmm. the straight side of uh, Kakimori. To be honest with you. Yeah. So hmm. it may work. May work, but 120 is a lot to to throw at this at the moment so mm-hmm. i might wait on it i have a bunch of pens i still gotta throw into my rotation too so yeah 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 so it is interesting and if they're at the pen show that would be great yeah well I'll take a look and uh see if uh see if it's available anywhere um yeah. I, i'm trying to look at it right now i don't think we can purchase it anymore <laughs> um maybe we just need to look for a uh, way for a draw lock volume three they're currently maybe. volume two. Maybe we'll just look for a drill of volume three and uh, hope for the best. Yeah. And hopefully they fix the issue. Some people complain about having uh, 
too rough or too scratchy of a write-up. That might just be a result of the grooves that converge onto the tip. I think that is definitely the case. I'm hoping. I'm just hoping they will find a solution for it. And I understand the solution is not going to be difficult by any shape or form, but I hope that they can <laughs> find a solution for it. Yeah. Right. All right. That covers uh, my topic for the day. And uh, anything you wish to add, Collins? No, not really. Um, other than it'll be interesting to see what we do uh, for the pen show. <laughs> we can do like a a short recording, like in the middle while we're while we're there about just the experience and how, what we see. I think I might just take a lot of pictures and uh, post it later. Well, maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, that wraps up today's show, and. Uh, I think we should probably promote our website a little bit again. Uh, we, you can find us at fountainpenandstationery.com. Fountainpenandstationery.com. And our email is fountainpenstationery at gmail.com. Fountainpenstationery at gmail.com. And our Instagram is fountainpen underscore and underscore stationery. <laughs> And uh, I always say I'm gonna include a link. I always, always forget. I'll make sure I do it this time. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to apologize for that. Maybe I can go back and add the link as well to um, a earlier post. Yeah. So with that being said, um, happy Lunar New Year, everyone, and happy Lunar New Year, Collins. And happy Lunar New Year. Happy Lunar New Year. Is the pen show gonna happen before we record? Oh yeah, it is gonna happen before we. We record the next episode. Yeah. Oh wow, that's fast. Yeah. Wow, time passes fast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess our next episode we'll talk about the pain show then. Yeah. We'll see well, you there. Yeah. Without being said, without being said, I will see you at the pain show, and uh, well, we'll report back on how uh, how we feel about this brand new uh, pain show being held in California. Yep. Yep. Till next time. See ya. See ya.